Helen Dalton, member for Murray. Good morning to you, Helen. Good morning, Marcus. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. It's uh, nice to talk to you. You're upset with uh, John Barillaro, Deputy Premier of the State, again. Uh, not only do they not want to, well, go back to work at State Parliament on Macquarie Street in Sydney, but they're also, uh, well, making things difficult for people in regional New South Wales. He is. He's throwing his weight around again, so... Um Yes, he's talking about um, cutting our freedoms if we're not fully vaccinated by the uh, mid-October. So, But, of course, um, it's hard to get a vaccine here at times. I know there's people um, on waiting lists and have been for a long time. So um, after John Barillaro's government took 40,000 vaccines away from us, it's, it's made life difficult. Now we're kind of almost on a ticking time bomb. So we want to get vaccinated, but it's very difficult if we haven't got the vaccine. Am I right in saying that a number of regional residents have not had the chance to be fully vaccinated? They can't even get their first dose of a vaccine uh, by next month. That's right. Well, I've got a staffer that's working with us and she has been on the waiting list for quite a long time and I think it's mid-October, uh, mid-November rather, before she gets her first dose. All right. And then, of course, by the middle of October or late October, we're told, of course, that Sydney siders will be able to. And um, I don't blame people for wanting to visit regional New South Wales. Many of us have family and friends out there. Uh, but there are concerns that the COVID may spread there. Uh, but the New South Wales government has not bolstered your hospitals. And, of course, you wouldn't be able to cope with an outbreak. No, we're not ready at all. And um, even our biggest hospital, which is in Griffith, hasn't even got a negative pressure room. So I'm incredibly concerned about, um, uh, you know, the spread of COVID. I mean, because you're fully vaccinated, it doesn't guarantee that you will not have the symptoms and it doesn't guarantee that you won't spread it. So um, I'm calling on the government to, to bolster our hospitals to make sure that we're fully vaccinated, that we've got the uh, vaccines available for those who want it. Yeah. Um, but um, I don't know what they're going to do, but I'm, I'm incredibly concerned about it. Last week, you were contacted by a man who was left homeless by South Australia's border closure. He was a musician, a former Australia's Got Talent finalist. He lost his job in Albury, but he tried to make his way back to his parents' farm in South Australia, but the South Australian government wouldn't let him in due to their border closure. So this bloke was stuck sleeping in his car on the New South Wales border town of Wentworth. That's right. It's appalling, really. Um, yeah, they, they'd explored every avenue that they could to try and get... His name's Chuka, Chuka yeah. Parker, um, Chuka to try Parker. and get him to South Australia. And, yeah, um, yeah they, they came to our office, um, or his mother reached out to us and... Um, just exas absolutely exasperated with the system. And fortunately, with a little bit of media pressure mm. um, from um, some media outlets, the Good. Border Mail and the Sunraiser Daily, Good on them. Uh, that they covered the story. And, um, and happy days, the exemption was granted, which is fantastic. Amazing, isn't it? Uh, isn't it yeah. funny? Uh, governments can change their mind once they're put on, under a little bit of uh, pressure by media outlets, whether you're, you're after an Australian visa or citizenship, if you're, you're a pretty decent rugby player and all the rest of it. But everybody else can just suck eggs. You know, it's just mm. ridiculous. Isn't it a shame that we've got to go to the nth degree? for a little bit of common sense and um, a bit of humanity. Oh, but too, Helen, really. Helen, we're all in this together. 
<laughs> apparently, apparently, right. but yeah, interesting. Anyway, but that's a really good story, good. and um, it, it just it, you know the media certainly plays a big part in um, getting things done. All right, well, we've done it once or twice uh, in order to get people across the border in Queensland. I played that audio from that Ian, who unfortunately had his father pass away, but we got him across the border in time to uh, to see him. Uh, unfortunately, mm. uh, Queensland Health wouldn't offer me the same. No, it's, <sighs> it's really sad. Anyway, all right, uh, by the way, um, I'm sure you'll agree with this, uh, so many of your colleagues within the state uh, parliament uh, wanted to get back to work yesterday. Many of them turned up, in fact, including um, members of Labor, the Greens, Shooters, Fishers and Farmers. Uh, Robert Borsak and I have spoken about this. I've spoken about it with, uh, of course, uh, well, everybody, Chris Means, everybody wants to work except for the Premier. Yes, apparently um, we're keen to have Parliament back. I mean, uh, we've been out since June. And, um, June the 24th. That's right, and we, we just haven't had the ability to even <laughs> um, discuss any of these issues that are no. really impacting. Uh, yeah, so we're keen. I'm keen to get back, but I, of course I won't. I, I would rather um, be on a virtual um, sitting. Yeah, because, of course. Um, we're COVID-free here, and I wouldn't want to bring it back to um, no. the seat of Murray. But, you know, uh, there are others that can. And, of course, uh, you know, uh, with technology, Parliament should be damn well sitting. Uh, I thought this was a democracy. Helen, great to talk to you. No, thanks so much, Marcus. Talk again next week. There she is, member for Murray, Helen Dalton. Want more news and genuine talk on the radio? Then stick with us.